Hey everybody, and welcome to Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network presents Gaijin Wrestling Radio. So this match of the month is featuring Dusty Rhodes vs. Harley Race from December 6th, 1975, All Japan Pro Wrestling, the Open Champions League. Um, the reason we're featuring this match is because Harley Race passed away in the month of June, and I want to remember the wrestler Harley Race in a classic Gaijin match from his past, uh, maybe a rare one that you guys might have not seen. I'm one half of the hosting squad, Kobe Nida, and joining me this episode, the other half of Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network, and the later and the mayor and the man who always has his spot on kicking out at two. Ladies and gentlemen, Dave Rosenbluth. Dave, what's up, man? I am the greatest co-host on God's green earth. Yeah. Yep. And your co-host is a whore. <laughs> oh, that's me. Hey, wait. Oh, shit. I just killed myself. All right. I buried myself, goddammit. Uh, anyhow. How's it going, man? Doing good, doing good. This is uh, these uh, the, these Gaijin shows have been a lot of fun. Uh, seeing things I've never seen before, watching them with you, and uh, getting educated on the Japanese wrestling culture and the history behind all that stuff, man. It's great. Those two Hogan matches I did with you, the 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 the, the Kabashi uh, Misawa match was great, and I'm really looking forward to this Dusty Rhodes Harley race, man. This this should be a lot of fun. Yeah, this is not the greatest match. But it's a it's a rare one. Yep. Uh, have you ever seen a Harley Race and Dusty Rhodes match? Uh, I saw one match. I believe it was the match when Dusty beat him for the belt in Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I saw that okay. match once on YouTube. Cool, cool. So this will be new for you too. Yes. This is a different time. Nineteen seventy fucking five, oh, wow. man. Sorry, but sorry for the cussing, but yeah, nineteen seventy five. You know, different time. Yes. Um, before we get started and everything, let's let every everybody know where we can find you at Kicking Out of Two and what's going on in your neck of the woods. Facebook.com forward slash Kicking Out of Two. Hit the like button. Uh, if you have already hit that like button, tell a friend to hit the like button. Uh, it's a retro podcast, 80s, 90s, uh, mid to early 2000s. Um, covering the, the you know the, the years of wrestling that I grew up on WWF WCW ECW um, I, I I don't go really too far back um, you know nothing past like 85 maybe um, but yeah we got all kinds of great stuff over there with pictures and links to archive shows um, you know uh, debates and discussions uh, gifs and memes you know just a fun little atmosphere try to make it fun because there's not many wrestling pages on social media that are fun anymore because everyone likes to talk shit to each other and they, they you you would you would think they're talking politics when you talk wrestling mm-hmm. on social media it's fucking disgusting so uh try to try <laughs> to keep it i try to keep it classy and, and, and keep it fun at the same time over there on facebook and as far as our twitter goes i've been saying this till the fucking cows come home my goodness there's a lot of you out there that have a, a wrestling you know there are wrestling fans that have a twitter account just give us a follow and be a part of the fun what you know i don't endorse shit talking on twitter to other wrestlers and other wrestling fans but at least just 
give us a follow so that at least when someone looks up who you're following on your Twitter page, they'll know that, well, they can't be that bad of a person because they're following Kicking Out at 2. So you can give us a follow. Our handle's at Kicking Out 2, K-I-C-K-N-O-U-T, and the number 2. Um, and, you know, all of our log, all of our links to archive shows, like I said, you can find them on our social media, but where you really want to go is the Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network on Podbean. You can find all the archives of Kicking Out at 2 from start to finish, uh, as well as shows like Marking Out the Day's Weekend Warriors, which Kobe and I do together, Gaijin Wrestling Radio, this show which we're doing together, uh, Origins of Attitude, already done, never did that show, Hulkamania is dead, uh, still, wor- still a work in progress, but maybe I'll make an yeah, appearance yeah, yeah. on that at some point, you know, regardless yeah. of that, you can find all those great shows over there, as well as Kicking Out at 2, if you're not a Podbean guy, if you're a Google Play guy, a Stitcher guy, a Spreaker guy, a Spotify guy, an Apple Podcast guy, if you're a, any kind of podcast guy, except Podbean, and you don't like Podbean for whatever reason, or if Podbean's not your jam, you can search Retromania, and you'll find all the shows I just mentioned and all their backlog archives, and you can listen to them on those respective podcast platforms available. Awesome. Thank you so much for all that, Dave. Um, and like I said, if you want to join the fun, uh, you can find us on Facebook at Retromania with the W. You can write to us old school style at retromaniapodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at retromaniapod. We have a lesser following than Dave. It's lonely, but we're trying to build it up like we've talked about. Okay, Dave. So, yeah. So, looking up the history here, I did find some history on this uh, tournament. It's the Open Championship Tournament. Uh, it's from December 6th to December 18th, 12 um, cards in 1975, and they also featured a Ricky Dozan memorial show on uh, December the 11th. Um, so you want to hear some of the names that were involved in this this open championship round-robin tournament? Yeah, give them to me. Harley Race, Dory Funk Jr., Abdullah the Butcher, Dick Murdoch, Dusty Rose, Baron Von Raschke, Don Leo Jonathan, Horst Hoffman, Mr. Wrestling Tim Woods, Pat O'Connor, and Ken Mantell. Hmm. Wow. What a list of uh, people involved, huh? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, uh, that's, that's, quite the, uh, that's, that's quite the list there. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, interesting stuff going on there. Um, so... Yeah, we will um, we'll, we'll continue on. This is the actual first day of the tournament. This is at Adachi Ward Gym. And there's about 3,200 in attendance here in Tokyo. Um, it's, again, December the 6th, 1975. Before we get started, what do you remember of Harley Race and or um, Dusty Rhodes, both... Both predominant wrestlers in the history of um, American wrestling, but here being, uh, you know, in Japan in 1975. My my first introduction to Dusty was um, was through Jim Crockett Promotions, his his rivalry with the Four Horsemen, um, and uh, you know, following his career from that point forward, um, you know, eventually, you know, him becoming an announcer and. You know, working behind the scenes and stuff like that. Um, 
And then as far as Harley Race goes, um, my first introduction to him when he was when he came into the WWF as the King, um, King Harley Race, and uh, was managed by Bobby Heenan. That was um, first time I knew who Harley Race was. And then as I got older, I uh, I would uh, you know get to watch like old videos of, of 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 wrestling, and I saw the first time I knew that Harley Race wasn't originally from the WWF when he was the king was the uh, I saw him wrestle Flair uh the the Starcade match 83 the cage match uh, that mm-hmm. was the first Harley, non-WWF Harley race match I, I saw um, when, Same here when too. I was a kid. Um, and there's, a, there's a great story behind that that we can get into another time um, regarding his uh, the, the heading into that Starcade. But, um, yeah. No, by all means, please. <clears throat> this is what we're here for. It's all nostalgia. So um, I heard this story recently. This is a remembering Harley race episode. Yeah. This is the bonus June episode. Oh, so yeah. Okay. Um, I, I I won't try to go too long, but um, Harley Race. You're fine. At the time, um, him and Flair were going into the the, the Starcade event for the NWA title in the cage. Dusty was the booker. Dust. This was Dusty's first big event. He created Starcade. This was before WrestleMania. Okay. This was before there was. Correct. You know what I mean. D- Dusty created that big Super Bowl event, um, and this was at Starcade '83. And um, they were they were they were gaining a little bit of momentum. Jim Crockett Promotions, and so um, at the time, um, Vince Jr. Vince McMahon Jr. Uh, was. Um, was in the middle of um, he had just bought his father's territory and he was basically he was just starting to cherry pick guys from different territories, um, but he hadn't really made. It. I want to go national. Yeah, pal. exactly. He hadn't made any big moves yet at this point, and his biggest move that he wanted to make was Harley Race. So he had reached out to Harley Race. Um, now, mind you, before he reached out to Harley Race, for you wrestling historians out there, Harley Race wrestled for Vince McMahon Sr. as the NWA World Champion against Bob Backlund at Madison Square Garden years prior. Um, yes, yeah, great across promotion. Yeah, it was title like for title one match. of the very early and only like you know interpromotional matches to take place. And Harley was so after that would be Harley and Superstar Billy. Graham. Yes, you are correct. And then I believe Dusty and Superstar after that. But nonetheless, yes, Starcade 83 takes place. Vince Jr. wants Harley Race. So he calls Harley and says, I'd like to have a meeting with you. In you know, can you come up to Stanford? And Harley takes the meeting. Now, from what I've heard over the years, the reason why Harley took the meeting was because he wanted to see what Vince had to say, and he did it out of respect. But he was also he had some issues with the with with management and Jim Crockett promotions and some members of the NWA. So Harley goes to take the meeting and now this was right when Vince like I said it was probably about a year after he bought his father's territory. They didn't even have an office yet. Okay, they didn't have an office in Stanford. They were still running their office, their operation in the basement of their home, him and Linda. So him and Harley Race have this meeting in a bathroom of a hotel lobby in Stanford. And nobody knew that this was going on. This was back then before there was no cell phones, there was no text messaging, there was no internet, there was nothing. So by the time Harley gets to Stamford, it's probably about 24, 48 hours before Starcade. Um, <laughs> the roster and the guys in the locker room don't know he's going. So he takes this meeting 
And we fast forward. I think this was, I want to say 24 hours before this Starcade event. He takes this meeting, and by the time the morning of the event rolls around and everyone's at the building, they know that the meeting's taking place. The old telephone, telewrestler, telegram, um, everyone, oh, everyone yeah. finds yeah, out. Definitely. But nobody knows what he's doing there. Okay, nobody knows if he's going to leave and take the belt and, you know, everyone's in a panic. Everyone's worried. He's the main event against Flair. This is all about putting Flair over. So Harley's in the bathroom and Vince McMahon offers him a contract for half a million to three quarters of a million dollars, depending on who you're talking to, to leave the NWA, leave Jim Crockett Promotions, take the NWA title with you and come to the WWF. This was going to be Vince's big move that he wanted to make. He had grabbed some guys here and there, but this was going to be the big move for the time being to to cr- right. to, to, to crush the territory system. Because if Harley Race left and took that title with him to the WWF, the NWA would have folded a lot sooner. So they're in the bathroom. He offers him this deal. He tells him, I want you to bring the belt with you. He goes, I'm planning to wipe out all the territories and go national. And... Harley Race looks at him and says, what do you see in the mirror? And Vince says to him, well, I see two guys standing there. And Harley Race says, yeah, well, one of them, I got to look in the eye for the rest of my life. I got to look in the mirror for the rest of my life if I take this deal. Thank you, but no exactly. thank you. So he doesn't take the deal. He boards a plane to Greensboro. There was a snowstorm in the Northeast that would traveled all the way down to North Carolina. Nobody now, mind you, on his way to the building, nobody in the NWA knows that he's even coming. Nobody even, everyone thinks he might have, he might have left. Nobody, everyone's scrambling. They don't know what to do. So he he shows up. He walks in the building. Everyone's fucking, you know, white as a ghost. Like they're like they don't know what to think. He walks into Flair's dressing room. He kicks out Jim Crockett and Dusty Rhodes and says, "I want the floor. I want the room with Flair." Everybody fucking leaves. The Booker and the Promoter both gone. It's just him and Flair. He looks at Flair and says, "Kid, I'm here for you tonight. I'm gonna put you over." And that was the end of it. And wow. yeah. He, he 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 kept everything so close to the vest, but that shows the kind of integrity he had as a man. That he was so loyal, he was willing to do business. Now I don't know what would happen after that. I think Harley would. I think Harley went back to his territory and and ran you know his shows in the Kansas City, uh, St. Louis area. But for the most part, um, you know that was like the passing of the torch moment to from him to Flair for that for that match at Starcade '83. But as history, yeah, big moment. Yeah, I mean, think, think and about it. two guys who are significant in Ric Flair's career, right here, Dusty and Harley. Yeah, I mean, Ric Flair wanted to be like Dusty Rhodes, and Harley Race put over Ric Flair. So go figure. You know, this is this is ironic that this that we're gonna get to watch this match. This is pretty cool. Yeah, and almost uh, fucking eight or seven years before the fact. You know. Yep. Yeah, this is this is uh, crazy. I know Ric Flair would have a short run before that Starcade run, but uh, the official crowning was at Starcade, the original one. Yeah, you know? yeah, he was. I believe that was the second time he won the belt at that Starcade against Harley. Mm-hmm. The first time, which I didn't know, I was like, "Wow, that's I what I thought." Starcade too. was his first. Yeah, but he beat Dusty, I believe, in Kansas City. I think it was in Harley's territory. He beat Dusty yeah. as the champion, and there was some politics with the NWA, um, and I think he. I think he dropped the belt not long, not too long after. 
Uh, but Flair said that it's not his best match with Dusty, and he didn't even like the way it went down. He he looks at the 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 match with Harley as the match that like really not only made him and turned him into a big star, but like he can cons- almost considers that like the first world title victory he got because of the way it was gotcha. all presented. So, but. yeah, I mean, I don't blame him. I mean, not to trail off too far. We uh we talk about it on Marking Out the Days. Harley Race is officiating or not officiating, managing uh one Vader right now. Yep. Big Van Vader in WCW. And uh, he keeps saying to Ron Simmons, who just recently won the title in our timeline, as we're getting congruent with it, um, <clears throat> he keeps saying to Ron S- Simmons, I've been NWA World's Champion seven times. But he's recognized as an eight-time champion. Yeah. What happened? What happened? Um, What's the? There's I mean, been, I, I know we we get discrepancies because Flair was officially like eighteen or nineteen times. Yeah, there's been some phantom title changes. <laughs> I know that like, um, I know Baba held it for a week. Yeah, the, and Harley Race did the favor for him for all Japan. Yeah, of course, he went over to Japan and 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 he dropped the belt to Baba, but he took it back. But here's the thing with that when. The reason why, like, some of those title changes happened, I mean, there was a favor, but um, Harley um, got a $25,000. I wanted some money, goddammit. Yeah, a $25,000 payoff to drop the belt to Baba, even though he would get it back at the end of the tour. So he would lose it, get the, get the 25 k then he would get the belt back. He actually was the one that told Flair that he needed to do that when when the, when uh, the NWA wanted Flair to go over to um, to Japan to drop the title. I forget who to who it was. Um, it might have been to Fujinami. Maybe it might have been Fujinami. I don't know. But this was like '80s or so. I want to say, and okay. the N- and the NWA brought Harley with him to protect him because they thought that Harley wasn't gonna that they thought that you know uh, Baba wasn't gonna do business. So um, they uh, they brought Harley with him, and they knew that Baba and Harley had a good relationship. So that if Harley was there, maybe things would have been a lot smoother. Um, but Harley was the one that smartened Flair up and said, "You know, when I dropped the belt to Baba, they gave me twenty five grand. Maybe you need to uh, maybe you need to say something, and maybe they'll 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 give you." You know, they'll give you some kind of payout similar or, or even better. And Flair said something and they gave him tw- the uh, Japanese, the Japanese promoter gave him twenty five thousand to drop the belt. But it was never really recognized on television because they would get the belt back. It's really strange. Like right. he had a Flair had a similar issue. Back with then, Puerto if Rico it wasn't too. on television or anything, we didn't really have a international wrestling database yeah or anything there was like nothing that, like that you know? yeah so there's flair flair's probably lost it internationally a few times but it never got recognized by the nwa because by the time he by the time they found out he won it back and then the tour was over so that yeah it's not like jerry lawler where he kept track of that shit yeah because he's so obsessed uh, but yeah 20 <laughs> <laughs> something time champion yeah well when you run uh, the but yeah wouldn't yeah. What an interesting time we're going to witness right here. You ready to get into it? Let's uh, look this match up. You can find it in the info for the description for this podcast or uh, searching YouTube, Dusty Rhodes vs. Harley Race, All Japan Pro Wrestling, or AJPW, King's Arc, K-I-N-J-S-A-A-R-K, is the person who posted this. So... If you want to sync along and watch with us, you can. 
54321-0. When I say zero, you'll hit play um, at the same time, and you can watch along with us or just listen along as Dave and I chop it up. It's about 11 minutes long. Uh, so, yeah, quick one here. Dave, are you ready? I am ready. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All right. There we get uh, the names in Japanese of Dusty Rhodes and Harley Race. So if you really want to be a weeb about it. The Dream, Dusty Rhodes. That's right, baby. Yeah, young Dusty here. Wow, a young Harley 2 Beach Bleach Blonde. HHR. Wow. I love that on the jacket, and we get an immediate cut. Um, I don't know what's going on with that, but uh, looks like a yeah, like a post production edit, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Ooh, Dusty trying to start off with some jabs. Hot here. He's got those those star boots on. They're thick on, if you will. Uh, he. If I'm not mistaken, I believe Conrad Thompson owns one pair of those or one one of those boots. Oh wow, yeah. these are the classic ones. Yep, I think he owns one. I'm not I'm not sure. Now let me ask you, all Japan Pro Wrestling, their video footage. Um who owns it? Who's got it? Is it is it Noah? They have they have a streaming app, they, actually. All Japan does, really? Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, and I, I'm I, I know that they have a long catalog. That's how some of these matches have been leaked. Wink wink. Um but uh yeah, I, I haven't been able to check it out. I can only f- afford so much wrestling yeah, a month. Same here. Um, but yeah, I would love to go back and see what they have for a month, maybe. You know, interesting. Um, yeah, I've seen some of their current stuff with some of their newer champions, and do not try to get me to name anybody. But yeah, <laughs> some good some good matches. It's just, <clears throat> it's like watching. Um, a really good impact match. It's it's still impact, you know. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a good way. Of all Japan, it. all Japan. I love you, but uh, you were better back in the day and back in the '90s. Definitely, like they had their stride. Like in the dark days of wrestling during American wrestling, all Japan was on fire. Yep. Um, we get a long extended headlock here, about a minute long from Dusty Rhodes as he gets a uh, atomic drop from Harley Race, and then Harley Race goes for a headbutt and headbutt and misses back into a headlock from Dusty as he's shaking his hips, baby. God damn it! Would you stop gyrating like a dick dancer and just call the fucking match? <laughs> yeah, I mean. Um, <clears throat> Slow, methodical stuff here. Again, King's Road style. King's Road style. Oh, this is an interesting camera angle. They just switched up here. Yeah, I like it. Um, I like old school camera angles where you get to see the action, not so close up, you know? Yeah, I like that right I like here. Yeah. I prefer this medium shot, you know? That is, that is a pretty cool shot. Yeah. I mean, I don't need to always see their face. Unless the guy is like, um, you know, roided up on the back or something. <laughs> yeah, with his with his uh, fresh back knee. <laughs> yeah, we get a long extended headlock still from Dusty as Harley backs him up into the ropes. We get that camera cut again, shoots him off into the ropes. Ooh, big back body drop from Dusty to Harley and back into the headlock, baby. That's right, baby. Simple, but youthful. 
This is I a mean, different youthful, version of but, a headlock we're seeing here. Seems like um, yeah, it's it's more of like a, it's not a side uh, headlock. Yeah. Oh well, now it's more of like a belly lock, a titty lock. <laughs> my belly's too big. My hand is just a little too big. My titties is too big, baby. Yeah, Dusty has scars on his arms, baby. So he's been in some brawls. Oh, big stiff punch from Harley to Dusty. Look at those scars, man. I mean, they're fresh at the time. Yeah, looks looks deadly. Was he? Um, and his his for his forehead isn't that. I mean, it's bad. But now this was when he well, was big. Yeah, in Florida, it's, no, it's right? bad. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. So, this is when he's doing matches with Kevin Sullivan, death stuff, barbed wires, yeah. uh, blade and everywhere, getting cut up, baby. As they spill out to the outside, Harley Wraith grabbed the head of Death Rose, smashed it into a chair. Goddamn it. <laughs> And then he just stomps on the belly. Love it. And then gets right back into the ring. Uh, yeah. Different different time. Um, I would love to see old Florida footage. That's what I want. That library. You know? Yeah. They're fighting for the chair on the outside. Wow. Dusty cracks it over Harley's head. A headshot. Then he brings him into the post. Smashing Harley into the post. Dusty gets back in. Yeah, I don't know Harley if any of that footage is... I, I don't know... I know WWE Who has used that? it from time to time at like on, you know, Dusty Rhodes retrospectives and things like that, but I don't know if the footage... If they if they own it or if they don't own it who does and if any of the footage is good because there's, there's, there's several territories out there that don't have, you know, that have taped over their stuff or their footage is just not the greatest like Roy Shire in San Francisco I think oh yeah I think his tear I think the footage is okay but it hasn't been updated and I think it was just like left in and uh in like storage and some of it's been mm. damaged I know that the NWA owns you know Billy Corgan's they, NWA they got owns their it. rights back yeah he got he got the library of them they have a lot of territories from back into back in the day yeah. and uh i mean there's other territories that still have like mid-atlantic as well has the library that got purchased um but i think as well as like wwf doesn't want to release all that stuff because like i said rep wrestling has been replicated the first 30 years over and over again yeah we're only going to see so much yep. as we've seen with the hidden gems that they've released it's like hey that's a hell in the cell match yeah you know, the last like of uh, Atlanta. Or, yeah, that's great stuff. Right, or or uh, or you know the way finishes go, or you know just the Pat Patterson stuff that we recalled on the first run of marking out the days. Uh-huh. Um, that stuff has been done over and over again. Oof! Look at that oh, beautiful, beautiful. Um, what do you call that type of pile pile driver? I don't know. It's not a spike pile driver because he didn't jump up. He just I, no. He just kind of like he was almost like in a sitting position before he really applied it. Yeah, it was the the har the Harley driver. That's the I just took a crap and I'm gonna keep crapping on the toilet driver. Harley uh, punching. Ooh, we'll cut Dusty under the trying eye. to. Yeah, trying to get him up. Dusty is kind of a uh, hulking up in a way. He's dusting. He's dusty and well, baby. Yeah. He's fil- Man, he's got the jazz hands. Should I punch him with my hand? He's filibusting. 
Do you understand? I'm reaching out to you. As you hear the sirens, <laughs> it's not Scott Steiner in the background, everybody. I have the windows open. It's a beautiful day. It, 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 yeah. But you just stand off and then they lock up. Wow, that kind of sucked. Yeah, the psychology I think there. Some miscommunication right here. Yeah, where are we going? Slap. Oh, now we go. Yeah, Dusty, you should have been firing back when you brought your fist up. You and. Uh, miscommunication there. Yeah, that was a, from some legends. Yeah, they, I wouldn't say sloppy, but they 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 didn't. Know well, it. they just messed the rhythm yeah. up. You know, like Dusty should have went for the comeback at that point in the corner when he was exactly. calling for it. You know, but for whatever reason, he didn't do it, or maybe he maybe the maybe the timing's off. Maybe he you know maybe Harley said to here, him like we still here got time. you and I are gonna here you and I are gonna lose a lot of fans because we're criticizing Harley Race and Dusty Rhodes in the match. No, no. We're not necessarily criticizing I, them. We're just I know we're, we're we're hypothetically trying to figure out like you know why psychology yeah the psychology of it. I wouldn't call it criticizing. You know we're just we're trying to get an answer. Oh, Dusted doing some shimmy and shakes back with the elbow. Now this is the fire up that we should have gotten. Oh well, Harley falls right onto his back. Let him fire up a little bit. He's not getting this comeback a little bit for more. me. And another back elbow to the back of the neck. Harley off the ropes, now draped onto the ropes. Dusty ties him up in the ropes, a la uh, Andre the Giant style. And he signals for the fifth, baby. Not the fifth. I plead the fifth. <laughs> the referee's like, no closed fist. Oh, one, two. Oh, Dusty's like, wow. Back elbow to the face of Harley. Good spot there. He's not going to give him a closed fist, but he'll give him a elbow to the face. Oh, yeah. shot to the boiler. Right Interesting there. seeing Harley uh, also in color with the beat with the bleach blonde hair. Yep. Because later when we when we would see him in color, he would uh, rep his real color. Yeah. Oh wow! Don't forget that was a big uh, trademark back in the day. Bleach blonding your hair. We get some nice knee drops from Harley. Yeah, everyone did it. Flair. Uh, one, two, no. Yep. Eddie Graham. Hogan. Hogan. Graham. Uh, I mean, we, uh, the list goes on and on, man. So many people that are blonde. Stinger. Ooh, that was a nice backbreaker. Yes, indeed. Beautiful one. One, two, no. As we are gearing up towards the end of this match, Dusty, does he have enough energy in him, brother? Harley Race punching him in the head. Nah, nah, nah. Is he going to shake his finger? No. Does he? Oh, no. He just fires back with a punch. It's time for the, the back comeback, elbow. Baby. Another back elbow. Swings. Race off the ropes with a back elbow connecting. Dusty bouncing off the ropes. A huge elbow drop. Race kind of plopping up and then plopping back down. One, two. Oh, foot on the ropes, everybody. Dusty thinks he got it, even though the foot on the ropes was clear in front of my fucking face. God damn it. <laughs> Elbow drop again, and he missed. Harley Race rolled out of the way. Oh, damn, that was a close like little shin drop on the forehead of Dusty. Harley comes off the top with a headbutt, connects to the chest of Dusty. He goes for the finish. One, two, three. Wow. That's it. There we go. 10 minutes and 46 seconds, everybody gaining two points in the tournament. Harley race. 
God damn, he busted me on the side of my head, daddy. He got me in the temple, baby. He got me right there in the temple. Here we get a replay. Beautiful replay in All Japan Pro Wrestling in 1975, too. That's right, baby. It looked like it hit me in the shoulder. Yeah, but it's still... It's still I'm uh, selling the temple. Well, because he hit my shoulder, I couldn't get that shoulder up. And that's why he won. <laughs> Psychology. That's right, Shit. baby. And that, that, wow. that does it Wow. So, uh, yeah. What did you think of that one? Um, not the best match, like you said. No, no. But, you know, it was interesting to see the two of them in Japan at this time. Um, in, a, in, like, early, not early days, but kind of them at their prime. Yeah. Um, just being, like, being guys that are, uh, they're not necessarily legends yet. No. Uh, legends in their own right. Um, but definitely on the up-and-coming, um, like, they're national... Exactly. Yeah. We're almost there. Uh, we're almost there. In the next 10 years, it's like, no, you could say those names and like, yeah, definitely. Uh, in the next five years, basically, um, if you will. But now it's like they're like young young guys being featured in a tournament, which, uh, you know, they wouldn't do too well in. Uh, later in the tournament, we have uh, Giant Baba defeating Dusty Rhodes via Countout. And then we have Harley Race losing to Dory Funk Jr. Um, in a 30-minute draw. Well, not losing, but having a draw. Then uh, later we would have Kintaro uh, beating Harley Race with a countout, as well as um, Mighty Inoue beating Dusty in a DQ. And then eventually these guys lose enough points they kind of get kicked out. This is one of their last days here. Giant Baba goes to a 30-limit draw with Harley Race. And then uh, Hiro Matsuda uh, goes to a DQ um, countout victory over um, Dusty Rhodes. Um, and then that would be the end of Dusty in the tournament, Harley would go into a DQ victory over Abdullah the Butcher and kind of uh, veer out of the tournament after that. And the winner of the tournament this year, of course, would be Giant Baba. I mean, go figure. It's his tournament, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, different time, different... Um, just a totally different realm of wrestling here. I just wanted to bring everybody into that and kind of just drop a magnifying glass. That's what we do here on Gaijin Wrestling Radio Match of the Month. And this was a bonus one uh, because Harley passed away in June. Um, and he was one of my favorite wrestlers of all time as far as like hard nose, uh, methodical, plotting out matches. Like he's one of the best to do it. And one of the, one of the like real tough guys as a champion. You know, mm -hmm. um, that actually proved that, you know, it wasn't like, I mean, back in the day, those guys were like amateur wrestlers, bodybuilders, you know, um, nobody really proved it as, as much as Harley race. He oh, was like not. the, uh, who's the bad guy or who's the, who's the main guy in jaws? Um, shit. I know who you're talking about. I forget. He looks like him he too. Looks like he looks him, like yeah, Harley he, race. Hooper maybe. Clint, Clint, or Quint, Quint, or some, or someone, Quinn, uh, ah, shit, what's, what's his name, Jaws, where are we going, Jaws, uh, I don't know, I honestly, Brody, 
No. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. But yeah, uh, he reminds me of the tough guy in Jaws. Um, with, you know, the Quint. Yes, it's Quint, everybody. Okay. Robert Shaw gotcha. plays the person Quint. Uh, he reminds me of Quint. He's got that mustache just like him, smokes cigars, you know, tough, tough, badass guy. One of my favorite, uh, best punches in the business, um, best suplex in the business for the time. Um, I mean, of course, everything advances and evolves, but you got to look at the originals and the nostalgia, and that's what this wrestling podcast does. That's what I do. We look at things retrospectively, and we we uh, we we give ode to it. You know, we we uh, we shed light on it. I hope you enjoyed that, Dave. Yes, yes, I, I love the history, and uh, uh, you know, this was a, a nice stroll down memory lane to see, you know where Dusty and, and Harley Race came from and the early days and now to, you know, obviously where they would end up. Um, yeah, this was a lot of fun. Thank you very much for joining me. Let everybody know where we can find you again and then we will get out of here. Facebook.com forward slash kicking out at two. You can hit the like button over there. You can find links to archive shows and all kinds of fun stuff in our Twitter handle at kicking out to you can give us a follow. Same thing over there on Facebook, but less activity because people that have Twitter <laughs> accounts that are wrestling fans that talk shit to other wrestlers don't want to fucking follow me. So Give me a follow. Don't feel threatened because I said that either. Just give us a follow over there on at kicking out too. All right. Yeah. As always, you can find us on Facebook at Retromania with a W. You can write to us old school style at Retromania podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Retromania pod. Like, rate, review, share, subscribe, please. That's the only way this will grow. Find us on any podcast app by searching Retromania with a W. Dave, as always, thank you for joining me, and we will catch you next time. Thanks, buddy.